Juju2Cast.com. This is episode 461, called Light Gaming. Now for your gamer host, Mr. Mike. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Sharon, for your very robotic <laughs> introduction. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, I wonder if I could speed this up and if it would be a lot better. Let's see here. Uh, let's see if this would have did a better job at this. Um, we got five, four, three. I'm converting right now, folks. Two, one. Let's see if speeding things up helps. Welcome, gamers and game mats out there. To the game as an attack audio cast here at juju2cast.com. This is episode 461, called Light Gaming. Now for your gamer host, Mr. Mike. I, maybe if I split it off into two, it would work. Anywho, folks, this is the Games Attack Audio Cast. Welcome! Welcome, everybody. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm just doing my. My digital stuff here. I'm doing some digital uh, hostess stuff here. Trying to use technology to do what I usually do. But anywho, you know. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so welcome. This is a podcast about, always about, and nothing else except about video games and gaming. And even though I haven't done that much in the gaming uh, over the week and weekend... Uh, I still did get a chance to play a few games, you know, uh, a very few games. Uh, one being, oh, oh, these oh, are okay. the games that have been played in the past Enjoy your gaming. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Oh, boy. So, um, yeah, I only got a chance to play a little bit of games. You know, after work and doing everything else, i just been like, ugh. <laughs> so, basically, I got some real gaming in on Friday. You know, my stream, 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash juju2cast. I got in a lot of Yakuza Like a Dragon you know, a lot of it. Got through a bunch of story, bunch of fun side quests stuff, and uh, that game's still rocking. It still rocks and rocking, people. I, I love that game. Uh, definitely Ichiban and crew have showed me that, you know, new can't always be bad. It can be good. 
even though I'm so used to, you know, like I said, I was always used to the original ways that the Yakuza series has handled things throughout the decades, you know, with um, Kiryu and Clan and Majima and uh, trying to think of the girl's name and the girl too. Yeah, I forget her name a little bit. But anywho, you know, they're done. Ichi and crew are in, and it's still about Yakuza, even though it's a JRPG turn-based strategy type of a game. It is still good. It's basically Final Fantasy in the Yakuza verse, and they make it easy and well enough for me to play it. And damn, I hope the next one which we did talk about before. I hope the next Yakuza game, Yakuza 8, because that just got semi not announced, but you know it was shown in secret that Yakuza 8 is in the works. I hope that you know Itchy and the crew, whatever whoever comes back in this game, um, does a decent good job. I hope they make the sequel, you know. Just as good or better as this Yakuza Like a Dragon, but make it so that it's still as fun and easy enough for me to level up and do the stuff I want to do in the series and not um, hold me back with anything. Because they did a very good job so far with Yakuza Like a Dragon on how it was paced, how to complete tasks and stuff, how certain missions, how to make easy money. I, I can go back into into business. I'll do a business management sim again. As long as they continue to do it that way, I'll do it again and make some easy monies and whatnot. I don't know. But give me give me more of that. Give me more of Yakuza like a dragon is now into the newer one. Sure, tweak up the tweaky stuff that needs to be tweaked. Bring on the strong story. Bring on the strong characters. I... I'm I'm all for more of it. And even though I haven't been playing any Lost Judgment, I'm hoping that I'm wrong about it being a dud <laughs> as a sequel of where I am at. And eventually when I get back to playing that again, which will be after Yakuza Like a Dragon uh, is finished and I will focus all my efforts and time to playing uh, Lost Judgment, I'm hoping that game will, will show me my error in my ways. And help me continue my love for the Judgment series as well. So I played more Yakuza Like a Dragon on Friday. If you watched the video on twitch.tv slash juju2cast or youtube.com slash juju2cast or juju2cast.com where you can find that recent Yakuza Like Me and Yakuza Like a Dragon video, you will see what happened and how it was going and what's going down and um, what the future holds for Ichiban in that series, or in that game. It, 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 it just plays very well. The characters are fleshed out very well. The story is just mind-blowing. I can't really say anymore. You're just going to have to watch me play the game or play it yourself. It is really good. It is my Final Fantasy. You know, people got their Final Fantasies. I tried playing a few Final Fantasies. I wasn't the greatest at them. It was hard for me to learn the mechanics just right and do all the stuff and learn all the potions and blah, 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 blah. I do got another Final Fantasy game I might be willing to try and 
soon in the near future, but haven't really played anything. Then you got stuff like, you know, like discs, which shows me the error of my ways, shows me how to play a JRPG, shows me what and how to play a game like a Final Fantasy for the future. And it just does it a lot different, probably does it in some different ways as well that makes it a lot easier for me to understand and just makes me a lot happier to play it because of the characters I get into, the way that you play the game, and and what more can I say? I talk about it all the time. You guys are sick of hearing me saying it, but that was one of those games that I just keep playing. Even though I haven't been playing it on the side lately because I'm just going to keep focusing on playing it on live streams from now on, uh... It's still it's still a great game to play. Mm-hmm. And the, the only other game that I played th- for this, well, past weekend, I should say. I haven't played it during the week, but I've been playing it during the weekend, which is not Power Wash Simulator, by the way. At least not yet, because you never know. Maybe I'll play some of that tonight before I go to bed. But I've been playing, and I downloaded, re-downloaded, and I started playing again Dragon Ball Fighter Z. And you're probably thinking to yourselves, Mr. Mike, do you even like Dragon Ball? Do you know what Dragon Ball is? And it's a fighter game? Okay. You like fighter games, Mr. Mike. I do know who Goku is. I do know um, Goku. I found out about the android ladies or android people. You got android, what, 18, 21, 18. Android 12, 18, I see, maybe I don't know them too well. Let's just say, is most of these characters all, like, Android-based? Are these, like, cyborgs in this world of the Dragon Ball universe? Because I know nothing about Dragon Ball. I used to watch it. Now, no, folks, back back in a long time ago, let's go back far, far back when Mr. Mike was a youngster, a young little Mr. Mike. A long time ago, young Mr. Mike. Enjoy your gaming. Okay, Rock, shut up. I'm not talking about that. I watched, I think it was on PBS or was it on something? It was on one of those free channels. I used to watch it on a little small colored TV. I had a black and white, but I think eventually I got a colored TV, like a little one or a bigger one. I don't know what do you consider big back in the day. But it was like a, a tube TV, and I used to watch along with Carmen Sandiego and some other stuff. I used to watch, and I don't think I ever understood any of it, I watched Dragon Ball Z, or Dragon Ball. Was it just called Dragon Ball back? I used to watch, like, I, I don't even know if I should consider calling it the Dragon, just the original Dragon Ball. Maybe maybe it is the original Dragon I used to just watch Dragon Ball with Goku and people and I watched him fight and do all the stuff and stuff like that that was around even before the time before I watched Pokemon because then Pokemon came out a little later than that when Mr. Mike was a little bit older probably middle school into high school Pokemon yeah anywho I started I watched some Dragon Ball I used to watch it a lot didn't understand a damn fucking thing about it (laughs) Just knew that they fought a lot. It was a Japanese cartoon, anime cartoon, and some other stuff went down, and I understood nothing. Not a goose egg. You know, and I was really not into that. 
now Mr. Mike's older, wiser, and now I want to start watching some Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, because I want to start understanding this whole Dragon Ball thing. And if I'm going to understand this whole Dragon Ball thing, which I probably won't, I should start from the beginning, watching the original Dragon Ball. So I'm looking online, and I, I noticed there was some sites that I can maybe watch some Dragon Ball without paying like a hundred dollars to watch the series. Because if you want to watch it on Amazon, it's like a hundred dollars to watch the series. For the first series, <laughs> or first season, I should say. Oh, hell no. Damn. Uh, but, um, anywho, <laughs> I don't know much about the characters. I don't know much about the story. I probably should just look it up on Wikipedia or something, or, you know, Google search it or whatnot and see what Dragon Ball is. But they're interesting characters, some sexy cyborg ladies. And it is a decent fighting game that I am interested in to battle in and fight in. And pretty much playing Dragon Ball Z Fighter Z is basically playing your own Dragon Ball TV series or show or TV series or whatever you want to consider it. And uh, it is pretty good. And I'm getting into it. There's a thing going on where this the evil... I think Android 18, is that her? The bad lady that likes to turn people into chocolate and donuts and stuff and eat them and she still looks damn fucking hot as hell. And I'm like, girl, you can turn me into any food you want and suck me up into that beautiful body. Which, Android? She's an Android? Really? They're Androids? Or is that just how they call them? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. But she's hot. She's got a tail, too. She looks like she's probably something that derived from Mewtwo or something. She's the female Mewtwo. Can I, can I say that? She like the female Mewtwo because she's got a tail stuff, but she's hot as hell. Got big breasts. I know I'm talking bad stuff right now, but she's got big breasts. She's hot. She kicks ass. She turns people into candy. And she doesn't gain a a pound. Yeah, every woman's dream, right? I I bet a lot of women watch Dragon Ball, right? Because if you got this lady, this android lady doing this stuff, they're like, hmm, yeah, I'd like to eat a lot of junk food too and not gain a pound. Very fascinating. Anywho, been playing, been playing the game, earning achievements, going through it. I just finished playing a bunch of... uh, of fights just before I started podcasting today, and uh, I'm enjoying it. It's just got some good fighting skills and stuff to it. It's just got a good flow to the characters, and the fighting is easy and picking it up. And I got a cat meowing behind the door because that's what she does. Quiet down, little girl. Quiet down. Daddy's podcasting. I'll be out there in a minute <laughs> after the podcast. But anywho, uh. It is not a bad game. It's Street Fighter-esque in its uh, thing, but it also has where you're fighting. You can fight with multiple characters and beat up multiple characters. It's got that, uh, uh, what do you call it? That um, uh, I'm trying to think of it. The Marvel 
the three on three or two on three or one on three, you know, whatever kind of gameplay fighting, you know, the interchangeable character fighting where you could fight multiple different characters. It's got that and it's it's got a good interface to it as well. You go in and you got this little hub world where you're walking around as a little sprite character of yourself. Going in, you could go online to play, which I never do, but I go into the story and it's just, just everything flows in this game and it's really good it's a really decent game and i like i said i'm enjoying it you got the story that basically she's trying to take over everybody's powers by eating them turn them into candy and eating them and creating this like dronish army stuff going on here i think that's what i'm thinking it's been a little while because i played this a long time ago when i started it so I just came back to it recently, and I, I kind of forgot the, most of the story. But anywho, you know, bad guy or bad lady trying to take over everything and creating havoc. And it is just fun. That is a fun fighter. And the graphics are pretty cool, too, for the side-scrolling, 2D-ish side-scrollingness of the game. And it's got that, and it's not just the 2D side-scrolling-esque of the game. It's got an anime feel from top to bottom as well. So when you're playing the fighting game part of the game and you got the anime going on and then it goes into the anime cutscenes, it just feels like an all-out anime adventure. It does looks like it's all anime. It is really good. And even though I don't know much about Dragon Ball F- and Dragon Ball Fighter Z and all the other Dragon Ball universe, I'm rocking it. I'm digging it. I'm thinking this is something I'll definitely want to continue to keep playing until I beat it. At least the storyline, I probably will never probably will never go online with it, but and play online with people. But playing it it's solo, not bad, not bad at all. And I just had to talk about that for a little bit and recommend it to you guys because maybe it's something you guys might be interested in uh, into playing. Who knows? You know. It's a pretty interesting type of a game. So, those were the two games that I played throughout this weekend, which basically I was doing a bunch of other stuff and procrastinating, but still, that's what I was doing throughout the weekend. So now why don't we get into the game's news that is the game's news, and that's what's going to be the show for today, because that's all I got is a bunch of gaming news. So, let's try to get through this... Trying to, I'm going to try to get through this gaming news a bit more quickly because I got some stuff to do today. And I don't, like I said, I don't got much to talk about except for, um, oh yeah, I do got some quick to say before I go into the game's news. I did purchase another game. Oh yeah, Mr. Mike, you purchased another game that you'll never, never play. Well, I purchased it on the account that I might eventually play it like everything else. And plus I'm a collector of games still. And, um... I do have something else to talk about about gaming, but I'm still working on it. So I want to find out how good this uh, product is before I talk about it um, on the stream or on the podcast until next time. But um, this, I purchased the Bayonetta and what was it? Valkyrie? Valkyrie? It was a double pack. And then, of course, I got to go on Amazon again to, to figure out what the other game was with it. It was a double pack and... Ah, 
Vanquish. Bandai and Vanquish 10th Anniversary Bundle. Standard Edition for Xbox One. I bought it. It was 23 bucks. I wanted to get back into playing Bayonetta, Meta, Bayonetta, Bayonetta again. I have it for the 360, but of course, you know me, Mr. Achievement Hunter and stuff like that. I wanted to get the newest, latest, greatest, you know, upgraded version on Xbox One. So I purchased the copy of it on off of Amazon. Just got it in uh, yesterday. And... Um, Eventually, I'm going to go back and uh, restart Bayonetta again and play Bayonetta because I want to eventually get Bayonetta 2 and then Bayonetta 3 when it comes out. And, you know, because a lot of people say it's a kick-ass game, and I remember it being really decent. I just never really pushed myself into playing more of it for some weird reason. Maybe it was because it was uh, a remaster version coming out for Xbox One or something. I just was going to wait for that. I That might have been the case, but... uh yeah, I just bought that. Just bought that, and uh, yeah, I'll eventually play it. Okay, I'm also going to quickly talk about it. I know I said I was going to wait, and I was going to tease this for next week, but um, I've been also game ca- I've been cataloging, finally, my game collection. So I got basically a basic, I really mean basically my whole game collection has been cataloged. Of what games and systems. Basically I didn't do. I still got to do a few systems. But um, my games. Oh I still got a few games. Because I got some NES games. And some PlayStation games. But still a work in progress let's just say. But for the mainstream games. And stuff like Switch. Uh, Xbox. And stuff like that. And PlayStation and stuff like that. All my physical games and consoles and stuff. I've been able to catalog them because I found out from another podcast about people cataloging their game collections and systems and stuff. stuff. And this app, which actually works pretty good, and you don't have to subscribe. It's totally free. You It won't get your data or anything. You don't have to subscribe to anything, and it's really 100% free. And it uses an open-source system. It's called GameEye. And you could get on Android, I'm sure, on iOS. I think that's what they were using it on. I don't know about PC, but Android and iOS, and you can back up your data so you can use it on your PC. So if you want to use it in a in an archived form, like a C, CVS format or something like that, um, you can definitely put it out and save it to your email and put it on, back it up. You can back up the file to your email and stuff which i did just in case if you lose your data on your phone and you want to have a backup copy of it so you can put it back on your phone and get your data back on all the games and stuff but yeah it it makes it so you can see and then it predicts on how much your your games and systems could all be worth and stuff and um, i'm looking at mine i got 242 entries right now as of right now and um, I got a this stuff. It, it seems like as the amount of money, maybe a little bit less than what I originally paid for them. But it depends on what they're going for on eBay and all the other sites for selling games. What the average cost would be. But yeah, I got a pretty good amount of money spent on video games and systems and stuff. Like I, I got like 
And this is not including PC, mind you. I did not do any PC. You can also do, do, it says you can even do digital games. I don't count digital games as my ownership because you cannot sell digital games, at least as of right now. So I don't count any digital games as an owner, owner, uh, as an own game. Only physical copies of games and systems I count as in here. But you can do digital copies of games and stuff if you really wanted to, which I don't count because you don't own something physically. You don't own it at all. It's just something there that it can come and go. You can play it, come and go, but... I even got some Toys to Life stuff on here, which is like Amiibos and stuff. Um, I got like six Nintendo Amiibos. It did not, even though it's, I thought it said you could do um, Funko Pops. It does not do Funko Pops. Maybe there's another app for that because I would like to do a Funko Pop uh, thing, collection. But I actually got now a video game collection app here that... Tracks all my peripherals, games, stuff like that, and systems. Uh, game I, and it's it's pretty damn pretty damn good for free. Hey, I'm not gonna complain if it's free. You know, and it works. It's very quick and streamlined. It doesn't get everything at a hundred percent, but it does a pretty um good job i don't know what that was i'm just sorry folks i'm just looking at 10 million things here but um it does a pretty good job of what it's supposed to do and it does the basic stuff that i wanted to do for somebody like me that just wants to um archive basically what i have in my collection of video games and such in my house and gaming collectibles and stuff like that which are part of my video games so I am pretty happy with that stuff. I am pretty um, pretty happy with that stuff. And um, just like I do with my movies, I have my Blu-ray DVD collection that I have on my app, on that Movies Plus app and or whatnot. I think it's called Movies Plus or Movies Anywhere or whatever. Not Movies Anywhere, but Movies, Movies, I don't know. It's an archiving app called Movies. And I know what actual physical films and movies and tv shows and series i have so doing it on the game side that's pretty cool pretty happy about it it's a nice little app like i said i'm still i just thought of a bunch of little systems and games i didn't do yet i did a big chunk of my collection so it's just a little bit of here's and there's try to get the rest of them in and then it also gives me a like a little bit of a insight on, on how much I can maybe get for some of this stuff if I ever wanted to sell it down the road or whatever. What something, what item could be worth some money down the road that you want to protect even more and whatnot. I like to protect everything, but you know, case of a fire or flood or I don't know a bomb or somebody just driving through my house or you never know. At least I could show something to the insurance company and say, well, I owned all these movies, as you could tell in this database. I owned all these games and systems in this database. Maybe I can, you know, get my money from them. It would still be a bummer if I lost everything. But still, all in all, I would have, you know, some record of things owned. So, on to the news, folks. (laughs) 
Board Games News from the past week. So here in the games news, we got on the top of the news, GTA 6 is reportedly or will reportedly feature finally for the first time ever since I think the original top-down version of Grand Theft Auto, as I heard in the, you know, long time ago. I never played the original top-down Grand Theft Auto. I think I have it. I have that in GTA 2 on my uh, my RIP station here, my PlayStation that has all the the ripped copies for uh, GTA and GTA 2 and stuff like that. But um, an actual 3D modeled female for playable character. And apparently it's also going to add new cities over time. So it's going to add more to the game over time. And I think, which I don't know, I'm hoping it's going to be just the main story. I don't know if this is going to be like a new gta online type of thing as well and this is just going to be for just for story mode and then eventually they'll just still keep gta online separate from that i don't know but um having a full a female playable character now that is uh something that i me and a lot of people been like come on guys everybody else does can do it why can't you especially rockstar being the dark type of people the people that always like to push the 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 button push the limits on everything why not have a female character you know even in your main lead female characters can have sex and games and whatnot and nobody's gonna go oh we can't no don't want that female character to get hurt of course who cares she's gonna shoot she's gonna get shot whatever women can be bad too (laughs) uh anywho if if that's actually a truth to that when they announce it and then we have our first female playable character in a 3D Grant the Dotto type of game, I'm all for it. Especially having new, basically, a content coming over time, like new cities and stuff. That would be cool as well. Uh, the game is also support supposedly, apparently, going to feature two playable leads influenced by the Bonnie and Clyde type of... Uh, of um characters which is cool that seems really interesting um rockstar apparently plans to launch this game with a single city but add more locations on through updates over time still no word on if this is just going to be for single player if they're going to have this for multiplayer mode uh so apparently sources close to the studio discussed the new female character will be latina which to me that's like damn yeah right uh the character will be reportedly be part of a pair of bank robbers and a story influenced by real life criminals bonnie and clyde the female protagonists have previously only been available as custom characters in gta online and the first gta back in the day um and the report also indicates that the launch version of GTA 6 will begin with a fictionalized Miami and surrounding areas, presumably the return of Vice City. So, Because people like me want to go back to Vice City, even though they say you can't go back to Vice City. I think you can. Imagine how much music they got to put in this, especially if they go and they add more cities and stuff down the road and you can go to other plate locations. That means they might add more music to the game over time. I don't know. I don't know what the whole plan is. 
but it's supposed to change over time. So something's something big's gonna happen. I just hope it's not all online. You got to be connected online to play all this stuff, and it's just separate from online. Because I like just playing the base GTA, and then if they have a new GTA online or something or whatever, which I doubt. I think they're just gonna continue with GTA online. I don't know if they're gonna make up a whole new GTA online. Maybe they are. I don't know. I will play that separately. So that's just my thing on it. Um, but with updated new missions and cities on a regular basis, I don't know what that means. Uh, but I guess that means months after it'll start adding more of that. Uh, that launch version apparently is said to already includes more interior locations than any GTA game previously. Okay. The game is codenamed Project Americas due to its original plan to include huge territories based on North and South America, which a plan before was that was scrapped in part to reduce crunch for employees. Um, sources state that the developers on the game are skeptical about the predictions for a launch between April 23, 2023 and March 2024 due to the multiple changes on the team and bottlenecks in production. Some developers are even said they have quit due to the lack of progress on the game recently. Developers on the team reportedly expect the game to be at least two years away and state that no firm release date has been set internally. However, much of the report focuses on progressive changes that Rockstar in recent years, including a more inclusive office culture, a focus on reducing crunch and a removal of abusive management conversation to contractors and full-time employees and a restructure to improve working conditions. Morrell has said to be higher at the company as a result. And one source stated that Rockstar was a boys club transformed into a real company. Mm. So basically, who knows? Maybe we'll get a trailer for the new Grand Theft Auto sooner than later. Maybe not. Maybe Maybe because they're only going to focus on the one city for now that uh, they'll be able to bring it out sooner than later. But who knows? Only Rockstar knows and only Rockstar will tell us. (laughs) Unless if we get some leaks, more leaks ahead of time. But still working on that game. I'm still interested. And you know what? Rockstar takes a long time to make these games happen. So why not? Add it to the list of all the other games that take a very long time to come out. But usually Rockstar hits uh, hits a big uh, win, a big W every time they do it. So I got confidence in them. They haven't screwed us over yet in a video game. So every mainline Yakuza game is coming to the PlayStation Plus, people. Something that's already happened with Xbox, but now Sony's going to have the whole mainline Yakuza series coming to PlayStation Plus for you guys to play if you have PlayStation Plus. Um, So Sony announced that. um, It will soon debut on its PlayStation Plus subscription service. The entire mainline series is coming, in fact. Um, Let's see here. So next month... Yakuza Like a Dragon, which changes the pace of the story. Ichiban Kazuko, with a surprise switch to turn-based combat, will also join the service. Um, now, will they be coming all at the same time? 
I don't know. I think they might be all coming on at the same time. It also says they're not all coming to everyone, though. Yakuza Like a Dragon will be available on the essential extra and premium subscription tiers. But Yakuza 0, Kiwami, Kiwami 2 will only be available at extra and premium. At extra and premium. Huh. Interesting why they did that. Sony's blog promises the rest of the mainline series will be available later in the year, but only at the premium and extra tiers. Go figure. Trying to make some extra money off that series. That's what I don't like, and that's why I stick with Xbox, folks, because if I want to play all the Yakuza games, which they brought back Yakuza 0, Kwame, and Kwame 2... They brought them back to the PlayStation to the eh, to Xbox Game Pass recently again, so they're back on this on the service. You can play all the Yakuza games. You just have to subscribe to Game Pass or PC Game Pass or Game Pass Ultimate, whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter because they're all playable on Game Pass on any service you get. Unlike Sony, which makes you want to pay to play the extra services. Another reason why I am an Xbox gamer now. Sorry, Sony fanboys. That's got to be a big kick in the groin to you guys. So Xbox is trying to make it easier to tell which games you're already, that you're allowed to play. Okay, so... Um, basically scrolling through your Xbox library can be difficult to tell which games you can actually play at the moment. Perhaps you downloaded something from Game Pass, but it's no longer on the service. Or your friend came over to play a game and took the disc, uh, it was on home, it was on home with them. Microsoft is currently testing a solution to this problem with badges that will warn you that a game can't be launched. According to Xbox Engineering, uh, lead Eden Marie. Eden Marie. Um, Marie explains that the feature adds two badges on screens where you can see games like home screen and games library. Okay. Uh, let's see here. If you can't play a game because it's a, of licensing issues, it states that it was taken off of Game Pass. You're probably currently not logged into Xbox Live associated account with the game. You can see an exclamation mark on its thumbnail. If you need to insert a disc before playing a game, it'll show an icon with the crossed out disc. See, that's something that I actually came into a little problem with just recently when I wanted to play like the Grand Theft Auto games. I thought they were digital on my Xbox because, you know me, I bought them like 20 times. So I thought I bought them digitally on Xbox. But no, I got them on disc. But I forgot to end, to have the disc in the drive, so I tried to turn play them. I'm like, why can't I play these? I know I own these. And I'm like, oh, because I put, download them via the disc license. <laughs> so yes, that would be excellent to have for the future, uh, to have that. Uh, currently, this test is for people on the Xbox Alpha and Skip Ahead insider groups, which Microsoft's States are usually invite only. And I'm looking at this and it looks pretty interesting and I can understand what is what here. Okay, I like that. That seems like a good thing to come out with and something for the future that um, any of us with lots and lots and lots of Xbox games would just love to have to keep us uh, organized. 
more organized than what we can play or not play. So Xbox is also going to be getting three terrific PlayStation exclusives, apparently uh, coming uh, soonish. Um, those uh, PlayStation exclusives are the games coming to Xbox. Uh, the Pathless is coming to Xbox and Switch this winter with no specific date yet. Maquetti, um, Maquetti, excuse me for butchering that name. Maquit, Maquit. Is it McQueet? Is hitting Xbox and Switch and will also be added to Game Pass, Microsoft's enormously popular games on demand service. And Solar Ash is coming to Steam on December 6th on PC. It is currently only available on Epic Game Store. It'll also hit Game Pass as well later in the winter, but no date um, just yet. So, yeah. So eventually those games are going to be coming out. Don't know nothing about them, but eventually those games will be uh, coming out to uh, Xbox that were originally PlayStation exclusives back in the day. Talking about some PlayStation uh, exclusives here. PlayStation Plus games for August 2022 have been announced. So um, let's see here. What would those games be here? I gotta go back up and look at them right here, I guess. So basically, um, the PlayStation Plus games for August 2022 are Yakuza Like a Dragon. Not bad. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Good. And Little Nightmares. So those three games will be um, the games that you can get uh, on PlayStation Plus games for August for you to download and get. So... All three games will be made available at no extra cost to all PlayStation Plus subscribers on August 2nd. And if you keep subscribing to PlayStation Plus, you'll keep owning those games. So, not bad. Not bad for PlayStation. Something they threw you a bone with. Some Somewhat of games that they threw you a bone with. Even though that Yakuza Like a Dragon is also going to be on your lowest tier anyway. So, <laughs> eh, yeah. Go figure. <laughs> and uh, Xbox games with gold, even though they're running out of games right now, they had to retread a little bit, so they retreaded two Xbox 360 titles for August. So two of the games that you're getting with Xbox games with gold um, is Calico... Which was originally eleven ninety nine, available August now first through the thirty first. Scourgebringer or Scrooge Scourge Scourgebringer sixteen ninety nine, available August sixteenth through September fifteenth. Saints Row the second nine ninety nine, August first through the fifteenth. And Monaco, what's yours is mine fourteen ninety nine. Available August 16th through the 31st. And apparently Saints Row the 2nd and Monaco... Or Saints Row the 2nd was offered in 2020 and Monaco back in 2014. But they're recycling those two. So if you want to play those games again, you're able to go ahead and get those games again to download and play on your Xbox. As games with gold for free games for people. 
There's a little Sony PlayStation lawsuit for the PS5, I guess. Uh, the PS5 lawsuit claims Sony knowingly hid a major defect in the console. Hmm. So Sony is facing a class action lawsuit regarding a game crashing PS5 defect. Uh, but do the does the acquisitions hold any weight? Plaintiff Christina Trejo of Illinois filed a lawsuit after discovering the PS5 was prone to shutting down entirely during gameplay. Uh, as of the court documentation states that the defect affects users' ability to play video games and compromises the primary function and overall usage of the PS5. As evidence, the document cites a range of Amazon customer reviews and Reddit threads across nearly two years of the PS5 being on sale. The unifying topic of these complaints is the console randomly shutting off without warning during gameplay. Perhaps the most damning accusation made by Treo is that Sony knowingly concealed the issue and decided to sell PS5s regardless. If found guilty, Sony could be made to pay a fine to cover the cost of these defects. Now, you know, people like Nintendo and Microsoft had stuff like this. You know, Microsoft had the Red Ring of Death with the Xbox 360, which they, of course, fixed and made sure that it all became whole again for everybody with the little Xbox coffins back in the day. Nintendo has their problem recently with the Joy-Con drift issue, which, of course, I'm one of those people that just got their Joy-Cons repaired again. So hopefully they work um, where they, they they register movement even if they're not being touched at all. That's something that Nintendo has been working on. And if this is something which could be a very big deal for Sony, Sony and the PlayStation 5, which could be understandable the way that this thing is super massive and the way that also that the thing is super hot I hear and super loud because it heats up very, 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 very hot inside of there. And I guess apparently even it's all the piping or once used to be all the piping because the newer PS5s don't have as much of the copper piping as the old ones have. I guess the thing heats up like a mother. Well, I guess it doesn't have the vapor chamber like the Xbox Series X has now, does it? (laughs) Does the Series S has the vapor chamber as well, I wonder? Hmm. I wonder if the vapor chamber is in the Series S. I never looked that up. That's something I should look up on YouTube and see if the Series S has the vape chamber inside of that or if it just has a giant fan and heat sinks. I think it just has a giant fan and heat sinks, right? I don't know. I'll have to check that out. Um, other rumor news, even though Google is denying this, but, you know, Google denies a lot of stuff, so you can never believe what Google says about their own stuff. But apparently... Google is denying, which people have been um, talking about and some rumors have been posting that Google Stadia um, is going to be shut down or shutting down its services by either the end of the summer or, or by the fall or something like that. Mostly they said summer, but right now, as of right now, Stadia and aka google not google proper but stadia in general is stating that they are not shutting down i didn't say i didn't say anything my phone started uh 
My phone got really, really, really uh, activated after I said, eh, jiggle. So I got to be careful what I say because my phone actually is listening to me. <laughs> so Stadia apparently is not shutting down. Rose assured we're always working on bringing more great games to the platform and Stadia Pro. Let us know if you have any other questions. So apparently the Stadia team stating that it isn't going anywhere, but apparently there is um, some talk that maybe Google might be... Um, Sit calling it quits for Google State because it's not making them any money. They're not making any headway with it. And, um, you know, Google, they like to kill things that aren't profitable, that aren't working out. And this Google Stadia thing ain't working out for them at all because what the way that they built the platform, it could have worked out for them, but they did so many bad, made so many bad decisions for it. How could it? You know, even I said, that i'm like no nobody's gonna care about this thing very few people would care about it but apparently don't worry because when google's done with something a service or something uh they always inform people 30 to 60 days ahead of time and they would definitely do that for stadia and um And apparently some people stated that they could get refunded as is with no additional charges being made and all that other stuff. It would just be a stupid mess. I don't know how many people subscribe to this Google Stadia or have Google Stadia or even play it, but I'm sure it's not enough to even give a shit about. (laughs) But, hey, I knew it wasn't going to be true. I knew it wasn't going to work out, but, hey, don't listen to the people that are real gamers out there that tell you don't buy a Stadia because you know Google's just going to fuck you over or they're not going to do anything with the service, which I don't hear nothing. It's just like when Google started doing on YouTube, they did the YouTube gaming thing. Remember, they had the whole section for YouTube gaming, which I think they still have, but I don't hear nothing about it. It's just because they start doing something and then they lose focus on it and then it goes to nothing and then it just floats around for a while and then they shut it down if it ain't a big success forever and they can't just leave it alone and let it be a success it just goes away the wayside that that's google in a nutshell google used to be a lot better back in the day about stuff like this but now it's just they just bad company (laughs) like i said people even i can admit it's not a good company Valve has good news on Steam Deck availability. Apparently, sh- supply chain shortfalls are clearing up as well, um, Valve states. So, um, apparently, um, a news post went up uh, stating that Valve announced that it would be able to fulfill demand sooner than expected. Many of the supply chain shortfalls that affect Steam Decks are gradually clearing up and we're continuing to ramp up production so we're able to produce more decks faster than ever before, Valve stated. As a result, Valve is promising that everyone currently in the reservation queue will get their Steam Deck email this year uh, with many customers who were in quarter four or later window getting moved up to the quarter three window, which runs from July to September. There you go, people. And then we can find out if uh, um, people will keep on purchasing these things after that. New reservations will fall into quarter four window as follows. Val's promised to double the number of units it will ship. 
Uh, Steam Deck has been proven to be a big hit with fans. Yes, I know, because I hear about it all the time. And eventually I'll get one down the road with one of the newer Steam Decks down the road. Um, People are stating that Steam Deck is living up to its promises and it's absolutely incredible. Uh, Playing modern games on the console. And even though the Steam Deck doesn't have its uh, Steam Dock yet, people are still loving it. So, good on Valve for uh, having a big hit on their hands with that. I like Valve. I like their tenacity to make uh, future tech and gaming and stuff. And this is something that uh, eventually, like I said, if they decide to make a Steam Deck 2 and stuff down the road and it's they add a lot of improvements to it and stuff and it's something that I still will want to get, I'll get one myself. Something I can't wait to get. Um, which I'm hearing that it might come out next week, but I'll have to wait and see. But rumor has it that Mario Kart 8's Booster Course Wave 2 DLC is arriving next week, which it'll bring eight additional tracks to Nintendo Switch Racer with seven from the older games and the brand new Sky High Sunday track. Uh, apparently it's coming out um, sometime next week. Uh, apparently it's coming out next Thursday, August 4th. Nintendo revealed Thursday, uh, there's a trailer that Tuesday tracks coming to the Mega Hit Switch game. Um, so that'll be interesting because I'll want to play them when it all comes out. All but one of the tracks are originally from the older games in the series and they're split evenly between the new Turnip and Propeller Cups. So here are the tracks, folks. New York Minute from Mario Kart Tour. Mario Circuit 3, Super Mario Kart. Calam- 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 Calamari Dessert, sorry. Calamari Dessert, Mario Kart 64. Waluigi Pinball, Mario Kart DS. Sydney Spirit, or S- Sydney Sprite, Sprint. Man, I gotta learn how to read. <laughs> Sydney Sprint Mario Kart Tour, which is Mario Kart Tour is the online. It's the cell phone one. It's the portable one, right? The cell phone version. Yeah, I think so. Snowland Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mushroom Gorge Mario Kart Wii, and of course Sky High Sunday, which is a new course. Ah, so apparently this. Thursday, uh, August 4th, or uh, Sunday, this Thursday, oh, Mr. Mike, (laughs) August 4th, uh, I will be looking, I will be checking it out, these eight courses, and seeing if they do come to all of us, because that'll be cool, so, um, you know, wave two, you know, I bought the DLC because I want wanted all that extra Mario Kart funness. So we're getting it, getting it on all those Mario Kart 8 patches. So cannot wait, folks. Cannot wait. So hoping that it'll all be good because I don't know. Because when they originally came out with the, the first uh, wave of the first wave of co- courses, They had a little bit of glitching going on and I was getting stuck in the mud and other stuff was having problems with it. So hopefully this time around, um, 
it'll be working better and it'll be working day one when I try to download and play them and I don't have that stickiness on the track. Just saying. Just saying. So anywho, folks, thank you for all for listening to this great Games Attack AudioCast Gamerific episode. Thank you for listening. Definitely check me out on juju2cast.com for all games, talk and news and podcasts and videos. Like And definitely go on twitch.tv each and every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. That's twitch.tv slash juju2cast at 8 p.m. Eastern time on Friday nights where I do game streaming. Mostly it's going to be Yakuza Like Me, Yakuza Like a Dragon, where I play more Ichiban and crew, just like this upcoming Friday. So be on a lookout for that. And uh, thank you for listening. So I'm Mr. Mike saying game on, game hard, world conquest. I'm pushing this gaming button, and I'm going to go eat something. So everybody, game on. Enjoy your gaming.